I use this joke anyway. Sorry, I wasn't able to do it. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. I, I guess not morning for morning. you. Like, you know, Joe, how do we define a morning? Is it is it when we wake up? Or is it the time of day? What does time mean in the red stuff? It doesn't. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Well, we have a new topic. Which is exciting. You hyped? You excited? No. Yeah, neither am I. But you must continue to dance this dance <laughs> until we are freed. I'm just realizing I'm talking into my mic backwards. I'm talking into the back side of my mic. So, things are going great. See you on Discord. Off to a good start. Off to a great start. Go, go. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, is the Red Star plague getting to you? <laughs> I haven't eaten in like weeks. <laughs> Do you want to eat right now while we're doing this? Like while we're recording, you want to just move to like get some food? <laughs> I'm terrified that if I do. He's like, we'll keep, he's just gonna keep... text me. I don't even know what he's gonna text me. What the fuck are we doing? I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking. You kind of go about your general morning. Like that was the original pitch of this show. That is staying true to the idea. Joe, if if he gets upset, if they get upset, they're gonna text us. The bouncer. <laughs> oh god. You might know the bouncer as a movie that can't wait. No, I'm getting contacted again. It is not about the movie. I have to go further back. We are looking at The Bouncer, The Game. It's a game? It's a game. The Bouncer, known in Japan as Bouncer, is a 2000 beat-em-up fighting game. Like, 2000, oh, a, year, a 
a beat em up fighting game that came out in 2000. There we go. <laughs> For the Sony PlayStation 2 video game console. It was co developed by Squaresoft, now Square Enix. So I guess this is just getting your, like, this is your kind of like prepping for the next gotta memorized season because this is a square enix game so uh, well i mean it's not like tetsuya nomura was necessarily involved right um let's see here control f uh you want to know who that character designer is fuck <laughs> they had to ha- they have to have another guy in the fucking staff right just anybody you can you can hire anybody, anybody. that that cover art um, I guess we'll get down and we'll really pull into the characters in a bit, but like, I'm this man that looks this, like uh, Sora in Kingdom Hearts 6, Cyan ba- Baz- Barzad. All right, God, <laughs> he's wearing a literal belt as a necklace. <laughs> it's a move, not, not even a choker because it's not like it's loose, <laughs> it's, it's just an ill fitting collar, <laughs> yeah. But none that is Sora's hair and, and face. But older? Yep. Hmm. The game features character designs by Tatsuya Nomura and music by uh, Riko Matsuda and Takahito Iguchi. The game marks Squaresoft's first release on the PlayStation 2. The game was known for its production value, including introducing a juggling physics engine and graphic techniques such as bloom lighting and depth of field. Now, Joe, I have here a, a list. We could go character-wise, we, but we have plot, characters. Let's go to innovations and legacy. <laughs> this whole subsection. <laughs> we'll talk about... Yeah, you know, everyone Everyone knows the bouncer's stellar legacy. Mm-hmm. We all talk about the bouncer every day of our lives. Uh-huh. Like earlier... I mean, we dream- do. We, we do uh, now. We do now. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we won't. Wink, wink. Winking at the... <laughs> do we want to talk do we do we think we know what's happening what's happening here like why why we're switching subjects right like that's happening to me yeah i mean is that good i mean it's not not good I guess if we were still talking about Beyblade, there would be like kind of. I, I, I never talked to you about Beyblade. Is the thing. That's fair. But if, if we were, if you were still talking about Beyblade, then I would still be at home with you would my be wife. Fine. <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> and at this point, Joe, I love you a lot. I'd leave you in here so I could leave. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I respect that. Sometimes you just gotta really look look at everything and go, hey, maybe it's time to get someone else in here. Mm-hmm. Like earlier, Dream Factory and SquareSoft collaborations such as Tobel, Bushido Blade. Oh, that's some, a lot of bees in that one. And Air Gaze. The bouncer used novel design and presentation ideas, but its experimental nature divided critics. While the game itself is not commonly remembered as a high point, some of its features were popularized by more successful games and became widely used. (laughs) Its legacy. It did a lot of shit bad. It it crawled so others could move at any pace. Yes. (laughs) 
The game's presentation and production values were considered groundbreaking, particularly due to its introduction of innovative shading techniques, most notably what would later be called a light bloom effect, which critics at the time described as a glowing effect that created a unique gloss that's never been used before with such success. This effect was used in order to create a more cinematic-like, cinematic movie-like look. That's a tongue twister. As well as to compensate for the PS2's lack of anti-aliasing. The bouncer also introduced a depth of field effect, blurring the background and foreground during cinematic cutscenes. No matter how many polygons you use or how realistic the textures are, without filters and lighting, CG pictures will be of lower quality than that of a figurine in order to create atmosphere. We spent much time on filters and lighting. We adjusted each scene in detail with an editor that conducted parameter adjustments on the actual hardware. Joe, I hope that sound was you getting up and like beginning to like pour yourself some stale cereal. Oh. Oh, you've walked away. I didn't... Huh. Is that okay? My fridge Joe? is labeled with a bunch of bottles that just say boilant. <laughs> is it good? I'm afraid to find out. I do you have one? No, no, I, you, I just you, you need to eat. I could I could be a little more desperate. <laughs> um, juggling physics engine RPG elements and cinematic drawing yada yada yada. Let's get into the plot, Joe. Let's do this. Sure. Is the synopsis? The bouncer tells the story of an eventful night in the city of Edge, akin to a martial arts movie. Under the influence of the Mikado Group, a multinational conglomerate excelling in the fields of bionics, robotics, and energy resource technologies. Bionicles. Bion God, oh my God. I'm never going to look at a word with the word B in it again. Edge is the corporation's center of operations and headquarters, and under its newest CEO, Doragon C. Mikado, the Mikado Group initiates its plans for its next generation revolutionary Orbital, satellite, solar, microwave, energy collection system. What the fuck? It's plans for its next generation revolutionary orbital, satellite, solar, microwave, energy collection system is the sentence. <laughs> is that cool. R-O-S-S-M-E-C? That's not even a... It doesn't do it. It's just a lot of words. We're going back to our roots of you saying a bunch of dumb bullshit and me saying okay. Yep. This is it. We're back. While it would seem that the group's presence would help Edge flourish, the city has long been a place considered a, a, a warren of desperation and corruption with, with gangs roaming its streets and the group said to have ties to the underworld racketeering and crime with all exasperated with a current economics recession. These, uh, in the most dangerous area, known as Dog Street, exists a bar known as Fate where it's three bouncers, Scion, Cow, and Volt, work with their boss and live life day-to-day -day with their close friend and fellow co-worker, Dominique. Those seeming to be just everyday martial artists and tough guys on call to keep patrons in line and keep their workplace peaceful, all three share lives negatively impacted by the Mikado group. 
Little do they know, their shift will come to tie Destiny together with the Mikado Group's master plans and send them to settle things with its megalomaniacal grip once and for all. Yeah? You follow? No. So these three are... Have you seen the Fast and the Furious movies? No. Cool. Basically, I think these four people are family. And not like capital, not like lowercase family, oh, but like capital oh, like, F like, family, like me familia. Yeah, like 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 these, like this is a this is a game about family. Mm-hmm. Um, Scion, Cal, and Volt, and Dominique are our main characters. They are going after Dominic Toretto. Exactly, you're seeing it. We're gonna dig into each of these characters individually, real quick. First, sure. we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Sure, listen. I know it's upsetting. <laughs> I'm doing my best here too. <laughs> we have to learn something. So Cyan Barzad. Bar Barzahad. Bar Barzad. B A R Z A H D. How would you pronounce that? Barzad? I wouldn't. Alright, well that's fair. His S-rank max stats, which are the first thing on the wiki page, are two hundred five life, two hundred power, one ninety five defense. He's 19, he's 5'9", fighting style, a personalized style of uh, both Kenpo and street fighting. A bouncer at the bar, Fate. He lost his love two years ago, which caused him to distance himself from others. He's a 19-year-old bouncer? That's what it says. (laughs) Huh. That's what it's. He lost his love two years ago. All right, is this to is if we are putting this in the Kingdom Hearts timeline? Does Riku We're not. not come back? <laughs> We're Sora not gets to be putting a bouncer, it in the Kingdom Hearts timeline, <laughs> which has caused him to distance himself from others. However, Dominique is slowly helping Sion to open up again. Sion always wears silver necklaces, and his favorite brand of clothing is Dog Street. Backstory. Orphaned as a child, Sion encountered... He's still a child. He's 19. Sion encountered Wong after watching him participate in a street fight and was taken in by him as both his son and disciple. Living with him and training in Wong's martial arts, Sion also grew up with Kelda Orchid, a smart and curious person. Everything appeared to be going swell for Sion until Wong mysteriously vanished when he was 14. He eventually got involved in a relationship and congratulated... And she got hired for at a prestigious position in the Mikado group. Later on, her parents informed Sion that she died in a most unfortunate work-related accident. Sion's feelings of depression at the loss of his loved ones soon turned to resentment and anger, and he picked fights and. Des- I'm trying. I'm trying so hard here, Joe, to make sense of this. These sentences. He was sad, then he got mad, and he fought people throughout the dangerous slums of Edge. Being directed to the Saloon of Fate on Dog Street, Sion stirred up a large bar fight and attempted to provoke the attention of Volt Kruger, the other bou- the bouncer there, to kill him. Surprised at his tenacity and endurance, the boss instead offered him the chance to turn his life around and start working as a bouncer. Yeah? Cool. Yeah. Scion has a doppelganger known as Scion Jet Black, aka Black Hooded Scion. He has his own AKA signature. <laughs> he has his own signature theme song and outfit, and can be unlocked by successfully completing survival mode using any character. 
He's the last obstacle there. He can only be used in versus mode and survival mode. The fans were right that Sora from Kingdom Hearts resembles Scion. The desire in Tetsuya Nomura recycled him as his as his XP. What does that mean? He also looks like Squall. What is XP? What does that mean? Exported character. The character from one series. Okay. Yep. So it is just recycled Sora. So Sora will eventually become bouncing. Sora will... You said we're not putting this in the timeline. I was respecting your wishes. I literally was just reading the trivia on the page. Mm-hmm. Sent you another And image. I was responding to the trivia on the page. Mm-hmm. Sora will eventually become a bouncer. And here is... No, I don't want to put in the timeline. I'm going to stop you there. Here is definitely Organization 13, Scion. This Christ. is what Black Cloat Scion looks like. This is just, I mean, he's just wearing black clothing and he has his hood up. Oy. There's nice. a lot of a lot of white X's on that, huh? Yeah. I'm scared, Joe. <laughs> I'm very scared that this. What about world. today? What's that? Said, so what are you scared about today? I'm scared that this will become relevant in a game series that I enjoy, but more so. I get well. He, here's the thing: there, if if I was still in the real world, the Air and Water show would be happening in Chicago right now, which means jets would be flying overhead. I did wake up to the sound of what I can only imagine as jets, which means that Bailey can amass a military force, and that deeply frightens me. Mm-hmm. So that as well. Let's continue learning about the bouncer, Co Lifo. Are you sure we haven't been doing this for like three hours? We've talked about how time is meaningless. We're not even at 18 minutes yet. Or 19 minutes. Yep. Cow is 25. He's six foot tall. A bouncer. What's his name? Uh, uh, Cow. K-O-U. Co? Sure. I'm not going to play this game, so I'm not going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. A bouncer at fate, a man of many words. He is cocky and sets the mood for the rest of the group. Fortunately, he is not all talk. He also has the skills to back up his mouth. Kao was originally the only uh, heir to the prestigious Hearst family. Academically bright and highly talented, he also desired to excel in martial arts, something that his parents did not approve of and f- or find safe for him or his family's security. Good at literally everything already, he decided to get shredded. <laughs> he decided, all that is left for me is to get yoked. Constantly pleading with his parents to practice Taekwondo, Cal left home after having enough of his parents' overprotectiveness and sought out school to teach him. He also believed that the one to truly inherit his family's name must not must not only be knowledgeable and smart but also super strong so yes exactly what you just said (laughs) also jack to shit over the span of two years cow prodigiously excelled in his martial art of choice at 14 and even earned high marks by his grandmaster after going face to face with him in battle Growing older, the Grandmaster also regarded Cow as a worthy successor to the school, even though that was not possible for him. And the ecstatic Cow, as the prestigious Erst family name, was the very obstacle. Later on, when he was 20, 
Cow enrolled into the investigation agency Lucas, desiring something more thrilling and adventurous with his life. Passing with flying colors during training. He did uh, He did everything right, and then he got exhausted by having to continue to do this, and then he left. And then he did another thing where he got famous and was everyone was like, you're so good at this. And he's like, ah, but what good is being good and left? It's just so that. Fucking it's, cool. it's just that over and over. He was the best person in the world. And then he was Everyone like, loved him and he was like, but what if I was not as good as I wanted to be? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. the most interesting character we ever talked about. Applying as a bouncer at Fate, the recession didn't help at all, as Boston didn't have enough money on his payroll for the position. Attending as a regular, Cow showed some goodwill and also helped keep the roughhouses in line, and because of this, Dominique also helped negotiate things to get Cow on as a bouncer at the bar. So. Great. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. They're all bouncers. And th- and again, this is just all the backstory. We still, we still have to go into the actual story, which we will later, because we're at 21 minutes. We've escaped. We've gotten out the other side. God. Joe? Yes. Do you want people to find you? I mean, in the sense that I will be like rescued from this <laughs> prison I am in. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, do you have anything you want to do before... I sign off. Go back to sleep. Well, you can find me on the internet at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread like Rye Bread. You can find our producer, Biley, on the internet at Rev Bye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Bye Bread like Bye Bread. Um, we There are other shows in the Orange Groves Network that aren't being made against the creator's wills. So that's cool. Like you can just you can listen to those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably enjoyable. You can find you can hopefully that hey this could be sick. Maybe I'll leave here and uh, my itch.io will have a ton of money just sitting in it waiting for a payout because everyone will have bought my games. They tell stories about the person who's been kidnapped, and and all we have left of them are these three games. We must raise them up. There we go. That'd be exciting. itch.io it's a good uh it's a good pitch it is if you're hearing this buy my games <laughs> and then rescue me the only way to save us from the red star is to get your parents credit card and give us the numbers on the back <laughs> quick kids botar boys quick kids joe and riley need your help uh Well, I guess with that, please help us. Hey everyone, we're Vigilant Emily from Power Up Everything Nintendo and Beyond. That we are. We're peeking in on your very good podcast to talk to you about our very good podcast. It's... It like I said, it's called Power Up Everything Nintendo and Beyond. We talk about Nintendo and we don't we don't we don't fear going beyond. <laughs> That's certainly true. 
that's that's all you get that's all you need to know no we're we're just two friends who uh like video games enough to make a podcast about it that's pretty simple uh, subscribe to us on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts spotify stitcher we're everywhere you can't you can't avoid us no matter how much you try we will be there omnipresent really <laughs> okay thank you so much thank you